0: Research has also found no difference in the educational quality of free versus paid apps, so don't feel like you need to spend a fortune to get high quality apps for your child. Yet it is less clear whether they can actually transfer their learning to the real world. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Parenting Translator newsletter and podcast. I'm Dr. Kara Goodwin, and today I'm going to be talking about can young children actually learn from educational apps. So I'll be talking about the research behind whether children can learn from apps, um, whether apps are better than TV, and which apps to choose. So parents often hear about the dangers of screen time for children, but rarely does there seem to be a distinction among different types of screen time. So in particular, apps on smartphones or touchscreen devices for children seem to be growing in popularity, even among very young children. So in fact, research finds that 92% of children aged 25 to 36 months use a touchscreen device every day, and even 51% of infants 6 to 11 months use a touchscreen device every day. Research finds that infants and toddlers on average spend 10 to 45 minutes per day on touchscreen devices. Many apps on these devices claim to be educational, and some apps are even used as part of the curriculum in elementary schools and even in early childhood education centers. Yet apps for young children are largely unregulated, and the number of choices alone may be extremely overwhelming for parents. So, does research find that young children can actually learn from this technology? Are apps more educational than TV shows or movies? And if parents do choose to allow their children to engage with apps, which specific apps should they choose? So, first, can children actually learn from apps? So, research broadly finds that young children can learn from interactive apps, but it remains unclear the extent to which this learning is actually transferred To the real world. So, a recent meta analysis, um, and translation here, a meta analysis is just a study that combines data from all previous studies on a topic, which gives you a more consistent picture across these different studies. So, this one included 36 studies um, involving over 4,000 participants in total. And it found that most studies involving children five years and younger showed an overall positive impact of touchscreen apps on learning, meaning most studies showed evidence of learning from apps. However, the meta-analysis also found that the findings were mixed. So some studies found a positive impact on learning, some found a negative impact, and some found no impact. To explain these different findings, the researchers identified several different features of studies that may have impacted learning, including First, the age of the children studied. So older children, and remember this study only include children up to five, but children closer to five were more likely to learn from apps than younger children. Second, the content of the app seemed to impact whether children were learning from it. So children were more likely to learn from apps that included STEM-related concepts, um, such as math skills, than from apps with non-STEM-related concepts, such as reading. It also mattered whether the study had a comparison group and what the comparison group was. So children seemed to learn more from apps when learning from apps was compared to a non-learning task rather than a learning task in another modality, such as on a computer or in person. In other words, while this research provides strong evidence that children can learn from apps, it doesn't provide as strong of evidence that they can learn better from apps than from other modalities. Although, overall, the researchers did find that apps provided an advantage to learning over traditional classroom teaching, mouse-based computers, paper, physical objects, and passively watching something on a touchscreen device. A systematic review from 2020 in the journal Pediatrics also found that children under six years can learn from interactive apps. Again, the researchers found that the apps seemed to be particularly effective in teaching math skills. They also found some evidence that apps may improve phonics skills, teach science facts, and improve executive functioning, although the findings were more mixed on these subjects. The researchers even found that in some cases, learning from apps exceeded learning from traditional modes of instruction in the classroom. However, the review failed to find evidence that apps improve social communication skills, although more research is needed on this topic. Research also suggests that interactive apps may be linked with improved motor skills. So specifically, toddlers who were exposed to touchscreens at younger ages had more advanced fine motor skills. However, this effect, this effect was only found for children who were actively interacting with the touchscreen, not simply watching videos. No relationship, either positive or negative, was found between the touchscreen use and gross motor or language development. So do children transfer learning from apps to the quote unquote real world? Although we have consistent evidence that young children can learn from apps, it remains unclear the extent to which they transfer this knowledge to the real world. It is well-documented that young children, particularly children under three, do not learn as well from video as they do from real-life interactions and do not transfer learning from video to real life. Um, This is referred to as the video deficit. However, there is some evidence that children can transfer learning when screen time is more interactive, such as with FaceTime or a video chat. So this raises the possibility that younger children may be more likely to transfer learning from apps to the real world assuming the app has an interactive feature. Research finds that 15-month-olds can learn how to do a simple task in an interactive app, but they have difficulty transferring that learning to the real world. They also have difficulty applying what they learned in the real world to an app. Further research found that even 2.5 to 3-year-olds do not transfer learning from an app to the real world or from the real world to an app. Another study found that 4- to 6-year-olds but not 3-year-olds transferred learning on a problem-solving task from an app to real life. And they learn just as well from an app as from physical demonstration. However, research finds that younger children may be able to transfer learning from an app when an adult engages in the app with them and provides help and support as needed. So, for example, when the task with the 15-month-olds was repeated with an adult helping, the researchers found that the toddlers showed improved transfer of learning and were 19 times more likely to transfer learning if a parent used what they called high interactional quality. So that means the parent was structuring the task for the child, using a lot of different language and providing warmth and encouragement. So research also finds that more subtle involvement from adults helps two-and-a-half to three-year-olds to transfer learning. And research finds that even five- and six-year-olds show enhanced learning when an adult engages in the app with them. So the million-dollar question, do children learn better from apps or from videos, so from TV shows and movies? So the research suggests that children have trouble transferring learning from apps to the real world, just like they do with videos. But does the interactive nature of apps help to enhance the quality of learning in any way, suggesting that parents may want to choose apps over any sort of passive TV or movie watching? The research is mixed, with some studies finding enhanced learning from apps and some finding enhanced learning from videos. Although some research finds that the interactive nature of apps versus the passive shows enhances learning, other research finds that the interactive features may interfere with learning because it may overtax children's attention and executive functioning skills, making it difficult for them to learn and it, to learn and interact with the app at the same time. So for example, some research finds that when an app is cognitively demanding, preschoolers may learn more and transfer more knowledge when watching another person play the app than playing the app themselves. Research also suggests that the interactive nature of the app should be related to what the app is trying to teach rather than irrelevant to the teaching. So for example, um, the toddler must touch where they believe an object is hidden rather than just touch anywhere on the screen. There's also some evidence that girls may learn more from interactive apps while boys may learn more from watching videos. So how do parents identify the most educational apps? So research finds that it is possible for children to learn from apps and that engaging in apps with them may enhance the transfer of learning to the real world. But does that mean they can learn from just any old app? And how do you determine which apps are truly educational? So a recent study evaluated the 124 top-downloaded educational apps in the Google Play and Apple App Stores, and they found that 58% of popular apps were low quality in terms of how they promote learning. The researchers evaluated apps based on what they called the four pillars of early learning. So these pillars include, first, um, active learning whether the app requires critical thinking or intellectual effort versus a simple cause and effect. Second, engagement in the learning process, whether the interactive features enhance or distract from learning, including whether the app has unnecessary visual or sound effects and distracting ads. Three, meaningful learning, how relevant is what the child is learning in the app to the child's life and existing knowledge for social interaction, the extent to which the app encourages the child to interact with characters in the app or with our, their caregivers while engaging with the app. The researchers found that the following apps receive the highest scores in terms of promoting learning. Um, My Food Nutrition for Kids, Daniel Tiger's Stop and Go Potty, um, the Toka Life apps, Neighborhood School and Hospital, and the Lego Duplo Town. Um, and another one called Zoom Beanies. A systematic review from 2020 of educational apps for young children also found that children can learn from the following specific apps. Um, Measure That Animal, Math Shelf, No Number Free, Endless Alphabet, Letter School, First Word Sampler, Word Wall, Pocket Phonics, Skills Builder, Phonic Monster, ABC Touch and Learn, BCs, Kindergarten Light, Starfall, and Super Y. Um, Research has also found no difference in the educational quality of free versus paid apps, so don't feel like you need to spend a fortune to get high-quality apps for your child. Um, It's also important to note that because these reviews were completed several years ago, some of these apps may no longer be available or may have been altered from the version that the app was reviewed in. So what's the overall translation here? So um, research suggests that children can learn from apps, yet it is less clear whether they can actually transfer their learning to the real world. However, not all apps are truly educational, and parents and caregivers should be careful to evaluate apps based on research-backed principles um, before allowing young children to engage with them. It's also important to note that this research does not address whether there are any negative impacts of learning from apps over learning in the real world, such as potential disruptions to sleep, myopia, which is um, nearsightedness, which develops from excessive screen time, a lack of physical activity, or the potential addictive nature of some of these apps. Excessive use of even the most educational apps will likely have negative impacts. So research provides the following overarching tips to parents related to apps. So first, if possible, wait until your child is at least three years old before trying educational apps. Research finds that children younger than three can learn with an app, but they may be less likely to transfer this knowledge to the real world. Second, engage in apps with your child. Provide some help and assistance without doing the task for them. Help the child to understand the instructions and pay attention to relevant features. Three, when engaging in apps together, use a lot of language to help explain the task to the child. Also, offer frequent praise and encouragement. Four, choose apps that require the child to think critically rather than simple cause and effect apps. So, for example, an app in which they choose the correct answer rather than an app in which they simply press a button and an animation plays. Five, avoid apps with irrelevant or excessive features or advertisements, Um, especially when these advertisements are not related to the learning process. Six, look for apps that teach children skills that they can easily transfer to the real world and that are related to their existing knowledge. For example, learning about letters the alphabet versus a specific skill that they wouldn't use outside of the app. Seven, choose apps that encourage your child to interact with the characters in the app and, and or with you or other caregivers while engaging with the app. Eight, check out app reviews on um, Common Sense Media. So commonsensemedia.org is a nonprofit organization that provides unbiased reviews of apps and best app lists and can help you to determine whether an app is appropriate for your child's age. And finally, create a family media plan. So the American Academy Academy of Pediatrics has a resource for creating a family media plan that helps family to develop specific rules and boundaries around the use of electronic devices and practical tips to make the plan work. Um, Thank you so much for tuning into the Parenting Translator newsletter and podcast. Listen next week for more research back tips for parents. Parenting Translator is a nonprofit organization, so all of these podcasts and the information they provide are given to you for free. If you would like to support our work, please subscribe to this podcast and rate and review it. Thank you so much.